Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain, that Jesus Christ is born. While shepherds kept her watching, or silent flocks by night, behold throughout the heavens, there shone a holy light. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain, that Jesus Christ is born. Christos Rezdaetia, Slavitia Ha. Christ is born. Let us glorify him. Welcome again to another podcast. This is Father Basil. On this day before Theophany, before the holy baptism of Jesus Christ. And tonight I'll be blessing the water. The, uh, we do the ceremony where we commemorate Jesus's baptism by John the Baptist. And <coughs> what I want to talk about today is, you know, at the end of the, near the end of the liturgy, we do this litany. Uh, the litany means the, where we do these petitions to Christ to God and it's always the priest leads the litany and the people respond Lord have mercy and then later on they respond grant this O Lord and one of those petitions those prayers that we sing is that we give our whole life to Christ our God that we live a life of repentance, we live a life of peace, and we give our whole life to Christ, our God. Now, what that means, of course, is going to be different to every person. It's really about our priority in life. It's really about what we deem important. Okay? Now, giving our whole life to Christ our God means that we have to sacrifice some of the things in this world that our secular society puts with more importance. You know? And, and thinking about the martyrs, the saints, all those who lost their life for Christ, they had to make a decision. They had to make a choice in life of living by the ways of this world, of living in sin, living in uncleanliness, 
living in selfishness, living in just pure um, disrespect to God, or to live according to God's commands. And to give our whole life to God means that we have to make tough decisions in life. You know, that pleasure that we get from that what we think is earthly happiness is never going to last forever. The pleasure that we think we get from drugs and alcohol, from sex, from, you know, whatever addictions we may have, uh, whatever hobbies we have, whatever joy we think we get on this earth is not going to last forever. It's very fleeting. It's It doesn't last very long at all. And if we only focus our lives on the things that we think are going to make us happy in this world, yet those things take us away from God, we are not going to be happy in the eternal kingdom. So, you know, people might say, well, why can't we be happy both here on earth and in heaven? Well, we can, but that takes sacrifice. You know, again, anytime we choose to do something on this earth that offends God, when we break one of the commandments, you know, we think, you know, by breaking one of the commandments, whether, uh, you know, we, we think that we're going to, uh, be happy, you know, whether it's, uh, no, we, we, we think we're going to, we want to get pleasure in life. We want to get some kind of joy. So we think that, you know, oftentimes money makes us happy or, like I said, uh, drugs and alcohol, sex, whatever it is that we really desire on this earth. And it doesn't make us happy at all. There's that, you know, there, there's that, um, momentary sense of pleasure we get from doing those things. You know, when, when we, when we get our, 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 uh, our, our brain gets this, this sense of fulfillment because our bodies are, 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 are doing these things for our pleasure. We get this sense of pleasure. 
But really, how long does that pleasure last? It doesn't last long at all. So, instead of focusing on the things of this earth, instead of focusing on, you know, trying to be, uh, trying to get pleasure, trying to get all this, um, what, you know, with the worldly, uh, what the world thinks is what, what we should be searching for, you know, and, and this is, this is why, again, so many relationships, um, are rocky and they break up and they don't last because they don't understand that the, the two people who are in the marriage relationship are trying to find happiness in the wrong places. They're trying to find happiness where they should, they should only be finding happiness with God, you know? And, and yes, like God made the marriage relationship so that we can, you know, be one. We know that as in Catholic teaching. So the couple is one body in Christ. The couple is joined together in the marriage sacrament. And as, as the Jesus even said, you know, what God has joined together, let no man break apart. Right? So marriage is supposed to be forever. Marriage is supposed to be last until death. But oftentimes, this is not the case in our world anymore. Because of our sinfulness, because of our selfishness, because of what we think we're going to find something better somewhere else. You know, marriage partners look for other options because... You know, they get unhappy, they get frustrated with their spouse, they get, um, they, they don't find, they think that, that there's no joy within their marriage. So they want to get that pleasure somewhere else that leads to affairs, that leads to adultery, that leads to all kinds of bad things happening in the world. And, you know, uh, let's look at King David in the Old Testament. He saw this beautiful woman, Bathsheba, and he obviously was uh, committing the sin of lust. You know, he wanted that beautiful woman. He wanted to to have that pleasure with her. And of course, he committed adultery. He slept with that woman and she became pregnant, and she was already married. And, of course, what he did even next was even worse. Uh, her, her husband was a soldier in the, in the Israel, Israelite army, and he, and David made sure that that 
her husband the soldier. Well, before that, he tried to to get the husband to to sleep with his wife, so that he wouldn't know where the baby came from. But because the soldier was in the service of the army and in the service of King David, he he did not go into the house to sleep with his wife. He slept on the doorstep instead because he he was his priority was to serve the army. And so that didn't work. And so David put him in the front lines so that he would be killed. And then, of course, uh, we know, we know that God punished David and Bathsheba by the loss of their first child. Right? And then, of course, they, they did get married eventually. But, what David did was adultery. Right? And he thought that that momentary pleasure he had get from being with this beautiful woman was going to give him eternal happiness. And it didn't. It didn't at all. You know? So we have to be so careful in, in how we make decisions in this life. Because our decisions are going to be judged by God. Every decision we make in this life is going to be judged by God in how we follow the commandments, how we follow the truth of the law. And again, it's not so important what the pleasure we get in this world, the joy we get in this world, what's important is the joy that we get in the eternal kingdom of heaven. This should be our goal. Our goal should be the eternal kingdom of heaven. Not, you know, instantaneous pleasure on earth that pleasure that doesn't last forever that pleasure that's very self-serving that pleasure that's not healthy for us we have to think about our actions and you know as I said in previous podcasts we are sinners you know, I, I admit I'm a sinner I have done things that have hurt others, that have caused pain and suffering, and I've, I apologize. I, I deeply apologize to everyone in this world that I've hurt through my actions. I deeply apologize. But that doesn't mean that I should continue to sin. You know, oftentimes we, we have this mindset, well, I've already sinned this much. If I do a little bit more, it's not really going to matter if I sin even more. Well, yes, it does matter. Because every sin that we commit adds up. And we have to stop sinning. We have to stop with doing things against God's will in our life. Okay, so you know whoever is listening to this podcast, you 
Just remember, you know, when we when we say in the liturgy to uh, live a life of peace and repentance, to to live a life towards so that we can focus on God, that we could focus on heaven, that we could focus on doing what needs to be done in this world to be in God's chosen kingdom. Uh, this this the final question to think about here. You know, we live in this world, maybe, you know, the, the oldest people live, if they are lucky, 110, 120 years in, in this world. Most of us, you know, between 75 and 80 or 90 that we will pass in this world. You know, and we, we think that's a long life. But compared to eternity, compared to eternity, those 80 or 90 years we live in this world is nothing at all. So if we think that we should only live a life of selfishness, <laughs> to live a life of you know, doing whatever we can to get pleasure, doing whatever we can to think that we are going to be happy, even if it's sinful. We are, we are, are very much mistaken. We have to avoid sin. We have to avoid, uh, that we think that that pleasure that we're going to get from doing these sinful acts. You know, David learned the hard way. King David, he lost so much in his life because of his act of adultery. You know, he, he wasn't, he, he, he wanted something he couldn't have. He wanted, he was already married too. And he, he, uh, wanted this other woman who is already married, and and look what the results of it were. It was basically death. That was the results of it. You know, the death of their of their um, uh, unborn child in Bathsheba's womb. But if you look at the history of David afterwards, you know, he wrote the Psalms to ask for repentance, right? So he wrote, he wrote these Psalms to ask God for forgiveness from all those sins he committed. And that's what most of the Psalms are. These are all these Psalms that he repents from all these sinful acts. But you know, because of that act of adultery, because of that act of lust, there was so much turmoil in David's family after that. You know, he had his sons uh, murder each other from his different wives. He he had a very much commotion in his family because of his sinful act. So before we, we consider something sinful, before we consider doing something that hurts another person, before we consider doing something that is wrong, 
according to the God's law, we should think about the consequences of it. You know? What are the consequences going to be of our sinful actions? You know? And, and of course, bef- no, again, we are all sinners. We all sin according because the devil tempts us so much. The devil tempts us to do things that are against God. The devil tempts us to, you know, to, to, to look at that, you know, just to look at that act that we can do to make us, to give us pleasure, to think that we can, you know, be happier somewhere else, be happier with our addictions, be happier with the money, with the material things of this world. It's not going to make us happy. It's not going to make us, you know, um, joyful. The only thing that's going to make us joyful in life is our relationship with God. That's the only thing that's going to make us joyful in life. So, again, if you are in a predicament, if you are in a, in a time of your life where you think that you have to do this or do that to be happy, think about that. Is it a sinful act? Is it something that God wants you to do? Is it something that you think is going to lead your soul to salvation? If that act is not going to lead your soul to salvation, maybe we shouldn't do it. And maybe we should repent and go to confession and, 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 uh, say to God, I am sorry for those sinful acts I have done. And I'm going to try not to do any more sinful acts anymore. This is, this is what we need to do as Christians. Okay. We need to say sorry to God. We need to say sorry for all the actions that we've done to one another to hurt each other. And again, I, I have no, um, I have no problem saying that I am a sinner myself as a priest. I have no problem saying that I've done actions that have hurt others. And I am sorry, I am deeply, deeply sorry for anyone that I've hurt. All right? And, you know, God will judge us. God will judge every one of us for our actions. And we need to go to confession. We need to go and ask for forgiveness. We need to go and ask for reconciliation. And, and to say, you know, uh, we, we have done wrong. We have done wrong and we need to do better in life. We need to do much better. Okay. God bless you. Have a great day.